Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Harrison Lynch. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it, which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. <clears throat> Welcome into the Hot Corner for Must Be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. We are live from the Willamette. Here at Odyssey Studios. New open. New open. Thank you to our fantastic producer who is not here today. <laughs> Texted me at 615. Uh, my son's soccer game is a doubleheader, and I didn't realize uh, it. Ah, yeah, and you guys suck anyway, but so I'm not But you have new opens in. in the stack, and I went, oh, okay. So he uh, he made them and put them in the stack for us, which well, is nice. Well, I'm always into that kind of stuff. Me too. And that's actually one. He's never done one like that before where the entire open has been the same clip, just chopped mm-hmm. up. So I enjoyed that. That's a very funny clip from Family Guy. Thank you to Joseph Fisher III for doing that for us, and we uh, look forward to having you back in the fold of things. Probably next week, I hope, assume. I don't know. I would hope we do this every Wednesday. He's not here on Sunday either, so I don't know. Oh. (laughs) He's just going off the grid? Yeah. Yeah. I saw the boss in the parking lot, and she looked at me, and she was like, good to have you back. Like, I haven't left. <laughs> I've been here a lot more, actually, recently. Yeah, she goes, I really like your mustache. And I'm like, awesome. I've had it for about two years now. She goes, really? I went, huh. <laughs> All right. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. Well, it's good to be back, Mike. Yeah, you've been gone for so <clears throat> long. For so long. I can't believe you haven't been here for six days. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no, you know, I'm definitely not producing AJ and Dusty on Friday. Nope, definitely not. Nope, nope, because I'm gone. Uh, but on the real, I will be gone in two weeks. I will miss the show in two weeks. Yes. So you're going to want to make sure Joe gets here on time. That might be important. Me doing the show completely by myself. We've talked about this before. I've done it once. It was insanely difficult, and I hated every second of it. I kind of want to see it. By no means do I want to do it. Oh, you want to see it? Do it it yourself then, you jerk. (laughs) Would you like to not be able to look at anything other than your paper in front of you and uh, not be able to read a text because, well, if you start reading, there's dead air? Yeah, you do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Someone texts on the text line, 503-250-1080, and you're like, nope, not looking at that. (laughs) Let me get to the break, and then I'll get to the text in the following segment. So uh, I was just thinking, you know, and then here on the text line, pause, 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 pause. Ah, there it is right there. Well, you read one, and you're like, well, that's not good enough. (laughs) Keep pausing, pausing, pausing. Pausing. And then things just... Uh, oh, think- I guess there's no good text going on right now. Sorry, guys, for the awkward dead air for 30 seconds. <laughs> and then things just kind of go uh, go off the rails. I, uh, I, I prepped for that show. When I first started hosting, which is like six years ago now or something like that, I would prep so much. Me too. With like paragraphs. First year of the hot corner, I had everything. I'd come in here at like 5.30, create a rundown. Well, I mean, there's rundowns, which is fine, but I mean, like, I wrote full paragraphs out for myself and wouldn't read them verbatim, but would be pretty close. And uh, that was the first time that I did that in a long time when I had to do that solo show. I was like, well, 
I guess I got to write paragraphs for myself right now because I don't know how else I'm going to do this. You start practicing it. You're like, you look at the the amount that you've written down. You're like, this has got to be eight to ten minutes. Yeah. And then you run through it real quickly and you look at the clock. And you're like, yeah, it is eight to ten minutes. I can totally do this. And then you get to the show and you do it and it's been four minutes. Yeah, because like, you realize that there's no banter. Mm. Yep. There's no breathing. Yep. It's just, you're just going. You're like, oh, and you're like, oh, I've got yes. eight more minutes to fill. Well, I might as well repeat, I guess, what I wrote in this paragraph. I am so hosed right now. It does make you understand why guys like Colin Cowherd have the the now secondary person who like they bounce stuff off of, mm-hmm. because there's only <clears throat> so many hours you could fill totally by yourself. Dan Patrick has like twenty of those guys. Yes, and uh, you know it, it helps. It helps to have someone give you a th- like a 10 second 15 second take to like reset your brain you know i would love to get to a point <clears throat> where our show is so amazing and so chock full that when we get to the second hour it can have that little liner that says portions of this show have been previously recorded <laughs> we'll just play the intro at seven o'clock again <laughs> in case you missed it in the last hour this is what we did this is what we did five minutes goes by anyway there's no new news on Aaron Rodgers, but we're going to talk about him for an hour today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is today, speaking of sports, uh, is today one of the worst days to watch the NBA? It sounds like nobody is playing. Uh, well, this game, the Blazers and Jazz game, is a very important game. Oh, channel, please. It's on ESPN, as yeah. well as on NBC Sports. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Mariner game. And um, outside of that, though, yeah, it's pretty lame. Like the Mavs are playing the Pelicans without anybody. The Lakers don't have anybody, but they're playing the Rockets, who are basically playing guys with no arms. <laughs> and with all those young kids in the minors with two arms, I don't know why they don't call any of them up. <laughs> the uh, it's, a, it's a weird night in the NBA, but this game in particular is quite important. Blazers got to get a win in this one, especially because the Jazz don't have Mitchell or Conley. So it's a good good night to watch this game. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're gonna lose. Um, I don't know. If the Blazers land in the fifth seed, who who would they most likely have in the fourth seed? Nuggets. The Nugs. Without Jamal Murray. Man, I love blazing Nugs. Yeah, most people do. And that's <clears throat> that would be a great series. Blaze the Nugs. That was that's a great that was a great creation, whoever created that. I don't think it was that hard to create, but uh you Still, know. Still though, man, you gotta I'll, give, I'll go credit. give credit. Yeah, yeah, you gotta give credit where credit's due. Yes. You know, this is the state of Oregon against the state of Colorado. <laughs> we like to blaze. <laughs> we are the Blazers. And they are the Nuggets. They are the Nuggets. Blaze Unintentional the nuggets. weed puns. <laughs> well, made into intentional weed puns. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but I mean, yeah, so it's a weird night in the NBA, but this is, I, I enjoy this game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching this game. Blazers have got it down to within five after the slow start. So, you know. And didn't there, I predict that? There are two games left. After this, yeah. After this, two games after. Has everybody got two, or is... I think it's pretty even. There might be a team that has three. Uh, the Blazers play the Suns tomorrow in Phoenix, and then all games are on Sunday for the final day of the season. At the same time, they do that kind of thing? Uh, I think they were going to try to do it within the same window, and NBA teams yelled at them, so now they're not doing that anymore. Oh. I don't know why. I just re- saw a headline that said, teams unhappy that all games are being forced in the same three-hour window. Because if we're out of it... Damn it, we want to know that we can tank. <laughs> this is unfair. So uh, that's Nuggets. They play the Nuggets in the final game of the season. They play the Nugs in the final game of the season, and there's that's no the chance to get to the fourth, right? No. Four is out, uh, and if you know the f- they could still play the Nuggets if they get the six, depending on if the Nuggets win 
or if uh, you know if the Nuggets win a couple and the Clippers lose a couple. Right. So that's still a possibility. Basically, at this point, just win as many of these last few games as you can. I think it's easy. I think we're all rooting for the Lakers to be in the playing game only because LeBron opened his mouth. Yes. If LeBron doesn't open his mouth, you're like, oh, I don't. Okay. No, I'm rooting for the Lakers to be in the playing game anyway. Oh, okay. Because screw those guys. I just like it when people get all mad. <laughs> I don't like this. You think like Lakers. it affects me. I don't know who the eighth seed would be. If it, if it is the Warriors, you get Lakers Warriors for That's the great. Sev, for the seventh seed. That's great. That'd be awesome. That's must watch TV. If the Warriors win, then <clears> the <throat> Lakers are playing for their playoff lives against the winner of the other two teams. Yeah, I'm totally in on that. Yeah, I think it's fun. I just think it's kind of a stupid idea, but it's fun to watch as a as a neutral. Yeah, it's the same with the wild card game. God, I hope they lose. <laughs> Me too. I'm not really like anti LeBron, but it's just. Yeah, I would I just love to see it just for the <clears throat> memes and the stories and the lols. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love if the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. I'm so sad. I'm after, so sad. after how they started this year, especially. I'm so sad. Ugly duckly. Well, we do got a baseball show for you guys lined up today. We do? Uh, I do want to get to making fun of the Mets as we were trying to do that last week, uh, and we didn't get the chance to. There's also uh, a new side to money ball potentially coming into the game this is a very common thing <clears throat> where everyone's like look at the new money ball basically it's just a catchy way to get you to click on the headline but it was two new things that certain teams did to be different that worked yeah. and now other teams are picking it up yeah and then there's other stuff there's some mariner news i want to get to they got a, they got a pretty exciting weekend coming up um the oakland a's have some issues potentially long term that I feel it is our duty as Portlandites to check in on that. Mariners currently playing Dodgers right now. Um, we'll actually talk a little Mariners today. I'm actually a little excited about it. There's some hype going on. There is a little bit of hype going on. You can follow us on social media. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at PDD085. There's Mike on Twitter as well at Mike Lynch 27 uh, there's the Beers on Us podcast going to drop tomorrow at four. It's one of our three trips out to Pelican Brewery this year uh, to chat with them about their 25th bird day. Birthday. Correct. Bird day. Uh, so make sure you download that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that good. is edited, finished up, and scheduled to post tomorrow Beautiful. at four. Beautiful. We've had a good run of podcasts lately, so make sure you grab those wherever you get your podcasts, including 10inthefan.com and the Odyssey app. Next week, podcast will drop on Friday. Uh, as we will react to the Oregon Beer Awards, which are on Thursday of next week. And we are presenting an award. Yes, we are. We're big Very time excited. now. We're big time now. It's a good thing I came back. All right. There's also the fan text line, 503-250-1080. That'll let you interact with us throughout the entire show. When we come back, let's start here. The Mariners and future and excitement. And I might even be there to see a little bit of it. We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. You can put it on the board! 717 here. This is Portland Sports Leader. Utah up 34-29 on the Blazers. We'll keep you updated on that as we keep going. I'm finally going to do it, Mike. Finally going to do it. You're going to <clears throat> grow three inches. No, that's impossible. Is it? 
Well, it's at least improbable. 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 But not impossible. But not impossible. No, Mike, I'm going to go to the one thing I've been wanting to do for almost two years now. I am going to a baseball game. Oh, there we go. A major league baseball game. Do you remember when John was on a couple of years ago and he said, hey, next season we all three should go to a Mariners game together? And I've been looking forward to it ever since. And uh, the first year was 2019, <clears throat> and for whatever reason, we just forgot to plan it. I think we tried, but it was a little last minute, it's a little hodgepodge, and it kind of fell apart. And then the next year was the COVID year. I would still love to go to a game with you and John. I would I would as well. So, you know, <clears throat> and maybe, boy, maybe now that we're all vaccinated, we can go up there together at some point. Boy, tomorrow would be the game to go to. He's too. going tomorrow. I know, he should be going tomorrow. I'm going to catch the Mariners Cleveland on Saturday where I get Tristan McKenzie versus Justice Sheffield. That's a who would have thought I'd be excited? Who would have thought I'd be excited about like five on five starter action? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know why not? Like those guys got something to prove. I said to my buddy, "Ooh, gonna be a lot of fly balls." Really? Are they both fly ball pitchers? No, I just mean that they both have ERAs knocking on five, and oh, so I okay. think people like to hit the ball off them. I was trying to think. I was like, I, I don't know if they're fly ball pitchers. McKenzie's been pitching better, though. I saw he pitched really well last start, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's still got like a 4-9 ERA. I think but... you're going to see a lot of walks. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully we don't see extra time. Oh, because you hate it? Well, I like free baseball. <laughs> I always got really excited when there was free baseball, but I'm not excited about this free baseball with uh, free runners on base. Yeah, it's the worst thing they ever did, and I hate it immensely. And whatever they thought was going to happen with it, quickening the game, mm-hmm. is it really quickening the game? No, it's just cheapening the game. Because now all of a sudden there's like four extra innings where either both teams are scoring because the runner's on second base. Yeah, like I got the, I got the buzz today. Oh, Cleveland. a team walks <clears throat> off with a ground out and a fly out? <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah, Cleveland walked off today, and I was like, oh, sweet. How'd we? Oh, wait, never mind. There was a runner on second. Who knows what happened? Yeah, they. Uh, Who cares? I think they got the bases loaded and then got a sack fly or a walk yeah, or something. It doesn't like, matter. It does so make ex- extra inning games. I get when they get too long mm-hmm. into the 18 and 20, 21 inning range. Like, although those are fun to get stuck into if you're a baseball fan, I get it. Right. Sure. You don't want that to happen. But doing it this early is is a joke because sure. it. You, you take such a long game that you both teams I'm going to go Rashid on you. Both teams played hard. Um, Ball don't lie. And you just throw a runner on second in the 10th inning, and you're like, look, you guys played to a tie so far, and we got to settle this in extras, but we're going to give the away team a really good chance to score immediately, which erases your home field advantage immediately. It's it's You go into the 10th inning. The Yankees have had this a couple times this year, which is why I'm extra frustrated. When they're at home and they go to extras – and the team instantly scores, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, my God. Like, the pressure is that much even more immense. And it's you're not even giving the home team a chance to win the game in the 10th right away. If you're going to cheat me out of baseball, then you better be serving alcohol. <laughs> like, once you add a runner on second, you're like, all right, bar's open. You only get eight-ounce beers. You don't get 16. And be like, all right, fair trade. Yes. Fair trade. And you're probably only going to get one. Yeah. Because there's going to be runs early. That's all right. But you know what? That's fine. That's all right. It just doesn't make any sense to me because if that's your plan to shorten the game, that's backwards. I think I think the problem is <clears throat> is less the time of the game and more the pace of the game sometimes. And 
that's just trying to lower the time of the game if it goes to extra innings, but it cheapens the the outcome. You know, a lot of the things they're trying to do are lowering the time of the game. You know, they don't love the three-hour, 20-minute baseball game. They want two hours, 50 minutes, right? Three hours, 20 minutes? That's a great day of baseball. I agree. But when I go to this Mariner game, I'm praying for three and a half hours. But you know that's not how they view it, right? right. But doing this extra inning rule is not going to change that. Everyone hates the two-hour, 50-minute game anyway. Doing the three batters for each pitcher rule doesn't change the length of the oh, game. Yeah, that one sucks. Uh, I, I don't mind that rule. I think it's interesting. I, I think it kind of allows for a, a different kind of strategy that goes into it because you can't just bring guys in for specific matchups. But that doesn't erase too much time outside of like maybe a minute for a pitching change that isn't happening. You so don't it, have to go to a two-and-a-half-minute commercial break when they make a pitching change. You don't have to do that. I feel like but, you don't even have to touch it, to be honest with you. But money, money, money. Nope. Oh, we yeah, got to go. This thing is... We got to go. It's a thing. You should move the mouse off of any buttons because it'll start randomly clicking. Oh, it was on top of the uh, don't touch it. Yep, it's that computer. So mm. I think it's a lot. They got to If they really want to do something about the, the length of the game or the pace of the game, they got to make changes within the game to change the pace, not make these kind of grand changes to change the overall time because it's the pace that's driving people away or at least not grabbing people enough. It's like, oh, I mean, I just sat here and – I just watched two guys walk, and now there's one out and two on, and up oh, here's another full count, and it's like that. That part of the problem is, I think, where people kind of my fade. closer sucks and likes to walk people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, just for funsies of discussion: you have to keep the runner on second in extra innings rule. Kill me, or you just go to ties. Uh, I'd rather keep the extra inning rule at that point. That's what I was wondering. Like, I, I, I don't hate ties. You know, I'm a, I'm a soccer fan. I, right. I think ties are in it. Uh, they do it in hockey, and it seems to be just fine. In well, hockey. they don't do it in hockey anymore. Well, I guess that's right. They don't. They no. go three on three. Is that what it is? Well, it's been many years. They do shootouts if there's a tie after overtime, and they've made they've changed it very much. So it is three on three now. It wasn't always three on three. Um, no, but I don't think ties in baseball make any sense. I'd rather keep that rule if that's the other option. Yeah. But I'd ra- I think the perfect answer for that is make the 10th and 11th and maybe 12th normal mm. and then put that rule into effect. Mm. Because I- I've seen that on Twitter. I'm not, I'm not like some sort of savant with that idea. It's, it-, it exists out there. But you get normal extra innings and get yourself a couple of chances to get the run in like a real baseball team. Organically, as they say. And then if it's getting a little bit too long, I could see the players being like, yeah, I mean, we got a game tomorrow. I don't want to play 18 innings. Let's get the runner on second base. Well, and I got to go to work tomorrow. So uh, if I'm going to be here and it's the 13th inning, I damn it, I want the bars open. Let me have some beer, all right? If I'm going to hang around and watch these extra inning games, I want some more beer. That's just how I feel. Uh, so I will be at the Mariner game on Saturday against my Cleveland team. Uh, and I'm very excited about it. I've decided that I'm going to go with the red block C hat. I'm not going to pull out the World Series Chief Wahoo. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. You said you were having a tough decision. I was having a tough decision, but I am. I feel pretty confident that I am going to don the 2016 postseason Corey Kluber jersey. Well, that's cool. While I'm there. I mean, if you're going to be there as a as an Indians fan, you got to go full out. Well, yeah, we're sitting in Kings Court. You, which can't, you can't pull a Dusty. Yeah, we're sitting... <laughs> 
That idiot. <laughs> We're going to be sitting in King's Court, which I've never sat in before, so I'm kind of excited to do that. Have you you been up there, Mike? Have you been to Safeco? I have. T-Mobile now. Yeah, um, and it's been a few years, so I'm trying to remember what should I do. I know I'm going to go to Dave Niehaus. King's Court? Yeah. It's that's, a th- the third baseline. That still exists without King yeah. Felix? Like, they oh, still yeah. call it that? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like Big Mac Land. It's always going to be Big Mac Land in, in St. Louis. Yeah, well, that that's kind of a sponsorship thing, whereas King's Court is just. Uh... Well, no, but I mean, but I mean, even if I think even if it wasn't a McDonald's thing, I still think there'd be Big Mac Land. Okay, fine, touche. Yeah, last time I went up there was a couple of years ago, so it's been a while. But you know, you go down to the to the area behind the bullpen where they kind of have that little bar drinking area down mm-hmm. there. That's always fun. Yeah, go go Dave Niehaus. and otherwise. I just, this is what I do whenever I go to any ballpark is get there a little early and just wander. Yep. Go find some cool places to get some beer, maybe see if there's unique food options, go see the views from the edge of the stadium. I I do that everywhere I go. Yep. I'm going with some friends. We're all vaxxed, so we're going to be safe. And me and my partner, uh, she'll be up there. And I don't think she's ever been there. So I kind of want to like, that stadium's really nice. One of the best in baseball. I want to give her kind of the the full tour. And I think I'm going to go with the uh, uh, fried crickets. Oh really? If I can find them, I'm I gonna think get it's after the grasshoppers, it. not crickets. grasshopper. Whatever. I didn't I, have those. If I can when I went find them. There, if I can find them, I'm gonna get after it. I mean, I, I would try it, but if someone bought it and was like, "Hey, try one," okay. I don't know if I would go purchase them for myself. <laughs> well, I'll share them with people because I don't know if I'm gonna dominate a a uh, you know truck stop boat full of uh, fried grasshoppers. Not sure it's that size, but you know, I think it comes in like a little a little container. Yeah, we call those boats. Little like paper boats. Oh, I thought I was thinking like a little small ice cream cup. Oh, oh, really? I think they come in like those nachos you buy from a truck stop. That big, maybe like in the plastic thing with the little dip sides. No, 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 not the plastic. It's like uh, this little paper, it's like checkered on the outside, it's like a rectangle, and the chips are in the paper. Yes, and then there's like a and then there's like a dipping sauce on the side. Okay, yeah, I know what you're saying, or you do it on top. Like, like, think of, like, old ballpark nachos before the plastic. Yeah, okay, sure. Where you just, yeah, okay, where you just get the cup and you get the little thing mm-hmm. of chips, and it's the stupidest way to eat nachos because they're not really nachos. Exactly. That's just chips with queso. Chips with queso, yeah. But, you know, uh, and maybe I, there's, like, two jalapenos in the bag. <laughs> they're on the bottom. They're all mushy and old. <laughs> but I do know this. At the uh, left field foul pole is where you can get uh, Johnny Utah from Georgetown on draft. Okay. And you're going to go after that, of course. So I'm going to go after that, of course. I wish. You're going to pay twelve fifty for it probably or $15. Damn right I am. And I'm going to be just fine doing it because I'm going to watch baseball. <laughs> uh, but because I am on this stupid Whole30 diet, I cannot attempt my nine for nine for nine. Can't you make an exception? No, because I think if I tried to eat four hot dogs, I think I might be vomiting. Is it that fast? You've only been doing this for like a week and two days, right? Uh, no, I'm in the middle of week two. I'm I'm past 10 days. I'm already starting to feel the difference. Taste the rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't taste anything. Everything tastes You just like feel garbage. lighter and healthier? Yeah. I think I've lost five pounds. There you go. That's pretty good in 10 days, of course. Yeah. And I come from the land of Charles Barkley. I don't work out because I get tired, and I don't lift weights because they're heavy. <laughs> I still think, though, you know, you can make an exception for going to a weekend Mariners game against your favorite team. I know. I just Not don't to wanna... try nine for nine. I think that might be a little extreme, but, you know, go have a beer and 
or three and you know eat, eat the food you want to eat. I'm just worried about like pooing my brains out. And there's a long drive home after that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, I got softball practice on Sunday too. I might be joining a softball league. Look at you go. <laughs> I know, right, man? It's good to be back, baby. Good to be back. Good to be back. So you want to talk about the Mariners? I do, I do, I do. I am going to see the Mariners, and they've got some new look coming up uh, as finally we are going to get some peeks into the future of the Seattle Mariners uh, as they will recall a couple prospects. We'll get into that next, but first there's Mike with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 503-250-1080. Uh, this person has a great example. A JoJo tray. Corn dogs. You seen that? Like you get JoJo's and you got them a little paper boat? Not really, no. No? No. Two corn dogs sitting in it? I never get corn dogs anywhere, so. Man, I love corn dogs. That's uh, I, I don't dislike them, but I will never choose corn dogs ever. <laughs> RJ brings up this good point. You're going to be eating garlic fries whether you want to or not, and you'll uh, smell like them for about 48 hours. That is not <laughs> inaccurate. That is very true. I also... The very first time I went up there, I got myself some chicken tendies with a side of garlic fries. Yeah, and I love garlic, and I love the smell of garlic. But, man, you walk into that that ballpark sometimes, and it is just garlic. Well, and you know when you Through go the home, whole place. your pores are going to be reeking. Yeah. Just expelling that garlic smell. Special sweat. Uh, and I am told on the text line, the King's Court is no longer. I mean, I figured because King Felix is now an Atlanta Brave, or was at least, so... Well, my buddy, who's a Giants fan, who I'm going up with, he was just like, yeah, we got tickets in King's Court. So if he's a Giants fan, I'm a Cleveland fan, and we're going to call it King's Court, then damn it, it's called King's Court. I don't agree with that. It's not King's Court anymore. R.I.P. King Felix. He died? No. He died in the hearts of Mariner fans because he left. He's dead? Oh, because the 15 years he was there and they treated him like garbage wasn't enough? <laughs> Well, like getting to the Mariners, though, there is some exciting things that uh, that that are going on this weekend. Mainly starting tomorrow, is Big John Sukanik will be in in uh, at T-Mobile Park tomorrow, as Mariners are calling up two, dare I say, their best prospects. Two of their three best prospects. Two of their yes. three. They got two of their three coming up tomorrow, and their top right-handing pitching prospect, Logan Gilbert, sounds like he's going to start tomorrow. And the big news, Kalenic who's been raking in AAA. Yes, he has. Will join the Mariners squad tomorrow as we will see a the first glimpse of potentially the future of this ball club. I think it's a very, very exciting day for Mariners fans. You know, we were, we were waiting for Kalenic because, is it Kalenic or Kalenic? I guess we'll find out I've officially. always known Kalenic. That's what I've always been told. It's one of the two. I guess we'll find out tomorrow officially when, when we hear the announcers say it. But... He has already passed the threshold of when they would need to keep him in the minors to keep that service time manipulation going that they said they weren't doing. And uh, he's just been raking at AAA. And the Mariners need some hitting, and they need some hitting bad. Yeah, Kyle Lewis has been hot lately. Um, He's he's batting like 460 in his last 10 games since he came off the DL, basically. But most of the Mariners' lineup is filled with guys hitting barely 200. Yep. And they need offense. And if he hits even half of how he's sitting in AAA, he's going to be a fine, solid major leaguer in that lineup. And it's really exciting to see because this is the the first time, well, I mean, not the first time, but it was one of the few times that when Jerry DePoto made a trade, you went, 
that's a good trade. Mm-hmm. When he sent Robbie Cano and he sent Edwin Diaz, Diaz out to the Mets for uh, Kalenic and a couple of other prospects, you went, there you go. You got out from under the albatross of the contract of Robbie Cano. Edwin Diaz is completely all over the place. Even as a Mariner closure, that was good. You knew he was kind of just waiting to to implode. And Robbie's not even playing. Well, no, they won't let him. Yeah. They won't let him. He keeps taking roids. The home run Stroka. And it was the first time I remember having that reaction of, there you go, Jerry DePoto. No, no, that's a smart trade. And we get to kind of see the fruits of that labor. So I'm excited to see Kalenic come up. Yeah, I'm really excited too. Plus, like, don't don't kind of don't kind of sleep on this. He's the sixth overall pick in the 2018 amateur draft. We don't see that's a pretty fast timeline. It is very fast, especially yeah. with no minor league last year. The fact that this kid's already coming up because I, you know, how old is he? Do you know? I I don't know. Sometimes the age of it does matter. If he's already like 22, we have seen some of the the guys kind of come up quickly. Like Mike Trout came up fast and. Pools came up fast. Bryce Harper came up fast. So, I mean, you've seen it before, especially with top picks. Let's see. He's 21. Yeah, so I think he's kind of at that age where you don't want him to languish too far or too long in there because when he's a rookie and he's 24, you're like, man, we kind of missed some years of that. Well, and it's just kind of it's just kind of nice, too, because we went through their whole the, the president fiasco and admitting to a breakfast club luncheon, whatever you want to call it, that yeah, we're manipulating service time, and we know what goes on in baseball, so I'm not, I don't want to get into that. This but text, it, by the way, says it's two syllables, Kelnick. Kelnick. Forget the second Oh, really? E. Yep. Kelnick. He says he's got a YouTube video saying that exact thing. <laughs> Jared hey, Kelnick. here's my name. Yes. Kelnick. All right, Kelnick. Jared Kelnick. Uh, so we we knew that they were going to manipulate service time. Everybody does it, unless you're the Padres. Um, so we knew that was going to happen, so I don't want to get into that, but... I feel like we're almost getting this future of the Mariners sooner than we anticipated. It does seem a little bit sooner. It's, it's kind of like, like a reward. It's like, hey, I know that guy was a douche and mentioned that, you know, we were, you know, manipulating, going to suck forever. And so you kind of have this theory that you're like, oh, man, we're never going to see this guy. And now we're going to see him tomorrow. And the Mariners aren't going to be that good this year. So there's no reason to not keep him in the bigs all season, right? I think at this point, yeah, he's here to stay. You know, it's it's one of those where it seems a little quick because we thought the timeline might be a year or two away. But remember with the Astros, when they kind of hit a year or two early, you were like, oh, oh, I guess they're ready to be good now. Yeah, they kind of hit in 14 when everyone was waiting for them to hit in 15. Is that how that went I down? think it's a little later than that. Okay. I think they said, I think it was like 16 instead of 17 okay. or something like that. But because remember the the Sports Illustrated cover said like ready to be World Series champs in 2019. Right, right. And then they moved it back to 2017 and then they kind of started getting good at 2016. So I think that's right. I, and then I, in 17 they were like trash cans. Yes, cheating. Let's go. And I just kind of I think sometimes when the guys are just that good, you don't need to wait for that year, just bring them up. Yeah. And we're still waiting for Rodriguez. He's a mm-hmm. little bit younger. He's in single A right now. Um but Julio Rodriguez is another guy that's a great prospect that they're expected to call up at some point, probably next year, maybe late this year with the late call-ups. But generally, I would say it seems to be about time now. Also, because they're playing well, because they're sitting around 500. Because exactly, they've been, 18 and 18. They've been competing with the good teams in the league in these series so far. And, the and they've AL- been giving the Dodgers, <clears throat> they played the Dodgers twice in three weeks. They're giving them all they can handle. And the AL West seems to be a little wide open. 
for sure. Yeah. The Astros started off really hot, then they fell off the face of the earth, and now they're kind of middling. The A's did doing, the opposite. The A's are doing A's things. Where they started with, what, the nine-game losing streak or whatever, and then now they're 22 and 13. So it's all over the place. You know, the Angels kind of stink because they can't pitch, but with that lineup, you could feel like they might be able to kind of come up a little bit too. Rangers are outperforming. So, yeah, it's a wide-open division <clears throat> right now. Why not the Mariners? Yeah, and with two hyped guys, one being a starter and one being a batter, I kind of want to – I'm curious on your thoughts, Mike, along with uh, you listeners out there, 503-250-1080. What is a good expectation for your first start in the bigs as a highly touted prospect or your first weekend series as a highly touted hitter? I want to kind of just bounce that off each other and see what what do we want to see – this weekend and we'll get to that next this is the hot corner 1080 the fan all right still sticking it right here blazers are leading uh 59 56 against the jazz here at halftime as second half is about to about to start uh like i said we'll keep you updated on that as long as we're on the air but we're talking about the mariners and how they're actually starting to bring up some of their young guns with Jared Kelnick coming up tomorrow and Logan Gilbert getting the start tomorrow. And I'm curious because, you know, I've been fortunate that, you know, and and Mike, you're probably in the same boat too. We've been fortunate that we, and we've had ups and downs throughout the years, but we are both fans of teams that have, for the most part, decades old, really good farm systems. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. You know, I mean, everybody's got somebody in their farms to an extent. Almost everybody's got somebody you're looking forward to. Everybody has one or two. At everybody least. has one or two, but we've been really lucky. With me, a lot of it has been pitching, and obviously we we you know we'd heard about Frankie Lindor for years, and was like, when's the kid coming up? And you, with your influx of youth, whether it's Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, and so forth. Um, but I'm curious what you think, Mike, when you say who who's your who's your top pitching prospect. Right now, it's Davey Garcia. Davey Garcia. Yeah. The first time, because Garcia's had some big league starts. Yep. The first time you see Garcia, what are you looking for? Obviously, I would love to see a perfect game. But in re- in reality, what are you looking for when you see him on the mound in that first game? I think I'm just looking for confidence. I want to see him go out there and pitch the way he would have pitched if he was starting at AAA that day. A lot of times, especially in New York and other bigger markets, uh, I assume this is the same for Boston and L.A. and Chicago, where you have a guy come up. If they look scared in that first start, if they walk a bunch of guys, if they kind of have this like deer in headlights look, that's not the best sign. Now, that's not to say that pitcher is going to be bad. I just prefer to see a confidence or a calmness, either or. They, they kind of mm. can inter, inter, intertwine a little bit, but... You know, a confidence can lead a little bit to like a Max Scherzer cockiness. Right. Where a calmness could be more like a Corey Kluber. I'm about my business. This is what I'm doing. That's what I'm looking for. In terms of performance, you know, it's the first start. I'd like to see them go six and give up three or less. I'd like to see a potential quality start. Honestly, though, it's just a lot more about if you watch that specific game, what are their pitches? Do they have a good mix? Are they locating where the catcher wants it? And beyond that, everything else is kind of gravy. You know, they could get, they can give up five runs in three innings. And it's like, well, it's their first major league start. Mm-hmm. But I liked that uh, he threw the slider where the catcher wanted it, or that he was able to keep the fastball out of the middle of the zone. 
or even when he gave up that first big home run he gave up, he looked calm and went right back and struck out the next guy. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Pitching, especially pitching, when you first come up, it's so <clears throat> tough to kind of make your mark that fast. And if you do, sometimes it's fool's gold. So I just want, I kind of look for like the extra side stuff versus just the actual game. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that a little bit too. I think what I'm looking for when it comes from a pitching, like I remember, oh boy, who am I trying to think of? I remember Tristan McKenzie last year. You know, comes up and it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I want to see this. I want to see this. Who I get to see on Saturday, which I'm excited about. Miss Biebs by a day. Skinniest by baseball day. player I've ever seen. I miss Biebs by a day. Mm. Ugh, just kills me. Uh, and what I what I always want to see is I want to see, I want to see, can you get swings and misses? I want to see your control. I'm not worried about six innings, eight innings. Not even really necessarily worried about runs. What always scares me when I see when I see young pitchers come in because there's not a lot of like tape on them and batters haven't seen them. I'm always scared that a rookie comes in and throws seven innings, two hits shutout. And you're like, Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> Cause the next game is going to be three innings and about eight runs. <laughs> so I'm always worried about that. So I guess for me, I just want to see, and it sounds cliche. And, but, but I mean, that's, that's the question I asked. I want to see control. You know, and it's kind of like what you were saying. How comfortable are you in this situation? Are you letting the limelight get to you? I want to see control. Yeah, I want to see, can you get some swings and misses? What's the movement on your balls look like? And yeah, how confident you look in there. When it comes to hitting, it's almost the opposite. Like, I almost want to see guys just be patient. Yeah. And just, because we live in a game now where everyone is ultra aggressive, right? Wouldn't you say hitters these days are ultra aggressive, which is why we see... Batting averages lower and home run totals higher. I don't know if Strike I would agree with higher. that on a on a league wide basis. Honestly, I think we're because we want walks. People want walks. Mm-hmm. That means you need to be patient. Yeah. So I mean, some guys are hyper aggressive, right? I was watching Yankees race today. Rosarena swings at the first pitch every time. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just what he does. Uh, Acuna swings at the first pitch a lot. Sometimes but, they go far. Yes, they do. Generally speaking, um, I think we see more patient hitting, but. For me with the hitter when they come up, I actually expect a little bit more results. Mm. That's your more looking at the stat line. Yeah. Like I, first game, I'd love to see Kelnick go one for three with a walk and Oof. a single or a double, right? Maybe show sneak you, an RBI in there. Show you have some patience, you know, show that you can put the ball in play. You don't need to swing out of your shoes. You don't need to hit a home run in your first at bat. That'd be fantastic. Right. But you don't need to. In terms of the first series, I expect, especially for a, a rookie coming up, they're not going to have the tape on you yet, so take advantage of it and get a couple of hits. So if you're playing three games, that confidence up, get three hits in those three games. Maybe go two for four one day, zero for four, and one for three. Right? Maybe that's your series. But with the hitters, I look almost more after the first two or three weeks. Then the pitchers are going to adjust to what you're messing up on. How do they adjust back? Mm. So early on, I want to see you get some hits. You know, ride the momentum of being called up and help the team. And then beyond that, how do you adjust? Because everyone gets that moment, whether it's in your first year or second year or whatever, where you're like, oh, my God, I can't hit anymore. Uh, Dansby Swanson was a great example this year. Swanson, not not an elite prospect. He was one of their top prospects. <laughs> not an elite prospect. He went number one overall, Mike. But you know what I mean. In terms of how he is in the majors now, he's not Ronald Acuna Jr. Yes, this is true. He is a. He's he, not even as good as the guy that's next to him uh, in Ozzie Albies. Debatable. I think they're similar. But... Um, 
Yeah, he's he's a he's an everyday major league starter who maybe can get an all star game every once in a while. That's how I use Dansby Swanson. He was this year to start the year he was hitting like one thirty, and he adjusted. He's gotten hot the last couple of weeks and he's kind of adjusted to what they were doing to him. He's getting his average back up there. That's what I'd like to see whenever that happens for Kelnick. If it happens in three weeks, if it happens in three months, I want to see that he has the ability to be patient with himself and not get too upset and discouraged that you go through a slump. 503-250-1080 is the text line. A couple I want to read here. Haven't been this excited for a Mariner prospect since Ackley. There's a little parentheses. Yikes. I understand. <laughs> but but that's but that's and I, number two overall and, pick, and, right? I, and they this texter texts us about Kelnick. So I imagine they mean Kelnick. Uh, but that, but that's a big thing. I mean, Dustin Ackley went two overall. So to say you're as excited to see this guy as you were for that, that says something else. And then another text, six innings, no more than two earned runs. I think that's a lofty expectation. But I think if, you know, I think if Gilbert gets out of it in six, six innings and two earned runs, yeah, I think you pretty, feel pretty damn good about oh, that. Oh, absolutely. I imagine he'll probably be on a bit of a pitch count. Sure. So I would expect 80 to 85 pitches when you see him pulled. So if he's a bit wild, mm-hmm. you might not see him for more than four innings. Right. But if he's got his command down and he's looking confident like we're, we're talking about, yeah, you might be able to see that six, seven innings if he gets there. I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I have plans tomorrow with, with the fam and stuff, but uh, I will watch the first three innings of that game without a doubt. Um, I That that to me is a little must-see must baseball as the – Seattle Mariners will debut two of their brand new prospects against Cleveland Indians tomorrow in Seattle. Uh, always fun to watch the future of that. When we come back in the second hour, we'll get fair or foul at the bottom of the hour, but also I want to get into potentially new age Moneyball, And there is a little bit of whispers out of Oakland about new stadiums and if they're going to stay there. And we'll get to that big time second hour coming up. Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan.